This is Benjamin Linus. I'm one of the good guys. You're listening to the Lost Initiative, Sky One's official Lost podcast. Namaste. Previously on Lost. Are you ever going to take us off this island? No. I know who you are, boy. I know that everything you had, you took from me. We have to go back! You come here to kill me, Benjamin. I'm here, Charles, to tell you that I'm going to kill your daughter. This is the Lost Initiative from Sky One. We changed the world. Welcome to your guide to episode 11, Cabin Fever, where we have the return of Richard Alpert, Matthew Abaddon, and Geeky Thomas. I'm Ian Lee, and this is The Lost Initiative. The Lost Initiative with Ian Lee. I'm joined as always, as always, ladies and gentlemen, by Paul Terry, editor of the official Lost magazine. Afternoon. And joined as we occasionally are when he can be bothered to get his fat, hairy backside out of his <laughs> sick bed. It's Geeky Thomas. All right. Now, we've got, we've got an email from Dwayne, another oh, yeah. unhappy one. He <laughs> another unhappy last week. one, okay. Oh my god, that guy that complained about me last time. He complained about you last time, he's complaining about you now. Last week, I voiced my thoughts on the situation regarding Geeky Tom's absence from the podcast. Upon sending the email, I expected affirmative action. However, Geeky Tom once again was unavailable, and when you called him up asking him to verify his so-called sickness, his lame and childish attempts at faking a sick voice not only spoke volumes about how little he cares for not only the show, but thousands around the world who tune in to listen to him. I think that's a slight exaggeration. (laughs) It's bloody funny, though. (laughs) Once you informed him of my complaint, not a single bit of remorse could be heard in his voice, and I might add, you called him, eliminating his ability to threaten to hang up to save his credit to call all of his fellow geeks for more bacon sandwich-related activities. If Geeky Tom decides to make his presence felt this week, I not only want... But I demand an immediate apology. I hope this situation ends sooner rather than later, as it is quite distressing for both me and my family. Tom, your your words to Dwayne. Um, <clears throat> I'm, re- I'm really sorry, Dwayne. I, I don't know. <laughs> do, a sin- do a sincere. Do a I sincere. That was, you do know. it properly. Go on. Just get, let's get, yeah, yeah. Got, do, do an apology to Dwayne. Wait, um, I'm really sorry, Dwayne, for um, not being around last week and for having a bacon sandwich the week beforehand. And you know, just. Generally a bit, bit sorry in that. Well, I hope that clears things up for you, Dwayne, and that you can get on with your life now. Can we get on with the show now, please? Lux flashback. We have, oh. we, we've, we've, we've not seen as much of Lux this series as I was hoping to. He's been in and out, popping around, yeah. but to get a whole flashback. And we see Lux surviving a very premature birth and Richard Alpert popping up in the hospital. When Richard Alpert popped up in the hospital, it blew my freaking mind. Again, he hasn't aged. He's 1956. He's the same age he always is. Yeah, yeah that's his thing, though. That's the thing he does. But was he was he around then, or did he go back? That's the thing. Time was he, travel. He definitely went back, travel. you reckon? Unless he's an ageless wonder. Is he an w- ageless wanderer of time? And, wanderer. You know, well, is he, this is the thing. Is, yeah. he tra- is he traveling through time, or is he he doesn't age and he's an immortal? You know that in 1956 he looked like that anyway. So I, I think that that is travelling through time and poking time to make He's a very happen. patient man then, really, to be, uh, you know, this is like a good 50 years have passed and he's sort of still checking in on these people if he is, Well, no, you when know. you think about time travel, though, you could be in one spot in one time and just go back, do so, a bit of poking, uh, go no, back no, to but I was saying, time. if he wasn't time travelling, if he was just around, then, you know, it's a very long process it's, of it's a, Well, we know that time travel is, is an important thing in this, yeah. but that would mean that when Alpert saw uh, Ben, was it in this series or maybe it's the last series, where he sees Ben as a boy on the island, yeah. he says, your mum's out here, yeah, and he still looks the same. So has he travelled through time then? Because we assumed at the time he didn't look the same. He had a beard and a 
No, he didn't have a long, long hair. He didn't have a beard. Yeah, he did. What are you talking about? He had a bit more five o'clock shadow, like nine yeah. o'clock shadow, but he had a bit... He had longer hair, <laughs> yeah. That's a haircut. That's not like... He looked, and he, it was in um, the rags from his boat. Well, he could, you can change... You're in rags now, but it doesn't mean that you live on, used to live on a boat in the olden days. He had long hair. Yeah, it but think about, long. Think about long. what the others did. You know, long. the others dressed up as rags. They weren't actually raggedy, were they? They were just dressing up, so... So do you reckon that was him dressing up? Yeah, it could can be. we? All right, listen, you're, you're both idiots. Can we get once and for all, and look around the table... Do you think uh, Richard Alpert is immortal and doesn't age? Tom? No. Paul Terry? I'm leaning towards that in the regard that he's probably an experiment of some kind. Yeah. He's an experiment? Yeah. He's like a biology experiment of some kind. Really? Yeah, I think so. That's, Emily's that's... mum, by the way, Locke's mum. <laughs> Deary me. Uh, Emily's mum, she looks a bit shocked when she sees Alpert, doesn't she? Does, is that because she recognises him or because there's a strange man with frightened. dark eyes? Yeah, well, maybe he was... Uh, who said he was it me or someone else said he might be the father of, uh, of John? It was Locke? me. Was it you also? Because I thought he might be a sexual adventurer for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you would though. if you could travel through time. You would have women from all different periods of time, wouldn't you? You'd go to the the fifties, the the eighties, the future, future women in their silver spacesuits. Exactly. Well, okay. You think? Do you think Alpert is actually Locke's dad? What about uh, Anthony Cooper? Because he's a, he's an old man. I thought that Anthony Cooper adopted Locke. I don't remember. No, no. he thought no, he. He definitely was farted. He, well, this is this is what we've been told that uh, Anthony Cooper's seed impregnated a lady, and that, that Locke became the the produce of that. That must but be if, the older yeah. man that they were talking about. But if then. it wasn't his real dad, that would explain why Anthony Cooper wasn't really bothered about. I don't son think in it general. was. I think he was that, Anthony that, Cooper that was just conning him. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But I thought that was what we need anyway. That Anthony Cooper was conning Locke into giving but him no, loads no, of money. No, but Anthony. Excuse me. Here we go. Anthony Cooper must be his dad. Oh, why, the whole why? kidney thing. Because yeah. of his kidney. Yeah, bingo. Because Sorry. of yeah. his kidney. Yeah. So he must be his dad. That shot me down. So we've, it, it, you've been shot down. Emily gets run over. There's, there's a lot in, in Lost. There is a lot of car accidents. Yeah. For example, or uh, are an, they? Well, Ant, well, exactly. When Anthony Cooper goes to the island, he was involved in a car accident, mm. wasn't he? And when Kate escapes from, um, Kate's involved in lots of car accidents. Michael. Uh, he was hit by. Th- there's, there's lots of car accidents. So, is it an accident? As you, or as you say, Paul Terry, has someone done that to stop Locke being born to make sure she has a premature birth? What, what do you think? Or maybe it's an opportunistic way of, of taking the baby away from her. If it's premature, then it can be taken down the corridor and you know whisked away. But I don't know. It's, it's not jumping forward to the Michael Abaddon bit, but the, in a similar way, it feels like we were talking about destiny versus people telling people to do things or mm. actions provoking other actions. But then, if it is all laid out, why do you need to provoke the action? So it's it's getting very, you know, there very is, intricate. There is a, there was a, a quite an esoteric spiritual conversation we were having during the episode of Lost about destiny and whether things are destined or whether they just happen. It got a bit confused. confused yeah. I didn't understand what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll come yeah. back to it later on because it is relevant with Abaddon and it's also relevant with the Doctor on the boat. But a little bit more of Locke's flashback. We see Locke when he's a small child and Alpert pops round to give him some kind of tests when he asks, what items belong to you already? Any ideas, Tom? Yeah. Was it, we had a big conversation, a 10-minute conversation about whether he said belonged yes. or belong. I think he you. says belonged first and he yeah. says that which belonged to you already is yeah. the second Thing, I think. Yeah, no, that's right. That was a strange test. You mentioned reincarnation. I kind of thought that it could have been a loop thing, like, you know, Locke um, dies later on and c- carries his memories no. and then gets reborn. You s- no, you said reincarnation. 
loop, a loop thing is what I said, and that makes it a different thing. Oh, okay, I'll go on with the reincarnation. But then. no, it's, it's but because I've been thinking now, and I know a little bit about like the Dalai Lama and stuff like that, and it's a very similar test. It's similar to a reincarnation test that oh, they really? use to identify the Dalai Lama. Yeah, I just remember reading that somewhere. Yeah, just top of your head that one. Yeah, yeah. Nice, so it, nice. could, it could be reincarnation, but it seems more, the whole loop thing that maybe that everyone is operating on a loop. Possibly, but again, it provokes the same argument as in why does he need to test him if he already knows in the future what he's destined to go on to be? Why does he need to go? Are you the special Locke when he already knows that if he is a time traveller and he's already been to the future and seen Locke land on the island? Alpha. Albert gets arsy, doesn't he, when he picks up the knife? Doesn't like the knife, does yeah, he? You've, you've muffed it up, you oh, little sod. God. Screw the items are, let's go through these one oh, at a okay. time very quickly. The, the baseball mitt? Mm, Don't know the difference. No, you know. The book of law? Is that Newton's book of law, maybe? Book of laws? Physics? Oh, that makes sense. Quite good. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, a container of granules. Now, uh, uh, <gasps> the that's got to be island, isn't I, it? No, I want that to be the ash stuff. Is it ash? The, uh... It looked more like sand to it me. It looked like multi-grain like, peppercorns. It looked like the island, bits of island. It looked like the it was yeah. island in uh, there. A compass, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the comic, uh, which has got something disappeared yeah. into a lost land or something. But I like that it? little comic. And the floating yeah, city, hidden. Was it hidden island on the flying on the island of Laputa? Uh, the knife that he gets asked about, and Locke, of course, has drawn a picture of the black smoke, which would would imply he has an awareness of. I was more freaked out about that, to be honest with you. Mm. Like you know, objects aside, I thought the fact that how would he, how could he possibly know that about the smoke monster? And it was a little thing. bald fella as well, like him. Yeah. Oh. Being yeah. attacked by the black smoke. Ooh. Do that again. No, that's a one-time only one. That is. Uh, that, can, can we get that? Clip? That's that's my new <laughs> ringtone. Ring yeah. Oh, I'm being attacked. We need to put these up on the website. Yeah, more ringtones. We should do. We should listen yeah. to Geeky Thomas ringtones. We've got an email from Kathy about Richard's test. What I think is actually going on here is that Alpert is seeing if Locke has found out how to go back in time to pick his constant to stabilise future events. When he says what you actually own, he doesn't mean at that point in time, but at any point in time. Duh, yeah. Richard Alpert... <laughs> yeah, of course, we worked that out. <laughs> this week, stating the obvious. Richard Alpert will be his constant, but Alpert will only know that Locke, child, is aware of this if he picks the correct item, something they agreed upon in the future. Maybe Locke has successfully gone back, hence the pictures of Smokey. And maybe Smokey... I think she means the smoke monster. Yeah, is Locke's constant... Followed by six exclamation marks. Sorry. The, the Sorry. smoke can't be, the, can't be a constant. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure to find a constant, you have to have some kind of dialogue like, to, like to agree output, with that. But, you know, Go yeah. on, Tom. Yeah, the output like, quite good. Yeah, being a constant, being there throughout his life, which means that if he ever did want to time travel, then output would be his constant. But he, need, he has no awareness of output. He does when he meets him. Right Wait a minute, aren't we completely missing the point of the constant, though? I thought the constant was to stop you being unstuck in time. Yeah. You know, so... Isn't it like a, a safety preventive measure? Why do you need to have one anyway? If you're not unstuck in time, why do you need a constant? Because if you time travel, then you do get unstuck in time. What, you, what, you will always definitely have that freak out Minkowski Desmond thing. I think so, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but it has to be. No, I don't think you would always have that freak out Minkowski. That's why I'm arguing. That's when they came. That's getting near the island and muffing up with, yeah. with all of that. If you do it properly, it's, you know, like. Um, uh, who's the physicist? He's obviously jumped through time, hasn't he? Oh, what, the uh, Faraday guy? Yeah, Faraday's yeah. jumped through yeah, time. Yeah, and in his book, he said, remember. Desmond is no, he said, if any, didn't he say if anything should go wrong? No. Yeah. Well, Alpha pops up again because he gets a mention as uh, as uh, the man from Mittelos Laboratories who wants Locke to join their summer camp. Now, my mind was blown seeing Alpha. <laughs> it was doubly blown when uh, Abaddon pops up again. How cool was that? Have a listen to this. In case you haven't noticed, I'm a cripple. Is that what you are, Mr. Locke? I went on my walkabout convinced of us one thing. But I came back another. 
I found out what I was made of, who I was. And here you are, an orderly. Oh, I'm a lot more than just an orderly, John. That was pretty amazing, wasn't it, when yeah. Abaddon pops up? Yeah. I didn't spot it until the camera panned up. No, you you see a bald black gentleman pushing it, the wheelchair. It's one of those, yeah, the cheeky camera tilt up with little wink, like, da-da! And we're not, <laughs> that, like that, we're yeah. not that familiar with his voice, no, are we, No, very Chief? smart, very been smart in, How many times have been in the show? A couple of times? Twice. Cause he, he, he's been seen asking Hurley, are they still alive in the mental institution? Right. And he's been recruiting for Widmore's freighter. Yeah, oh, managerial yeah. chat with uh, Naomi. Yeah, and and now he's pushing Locke towards the island. But again, what we said earlier is that does he need to do that? Isn't it already going to happen, or has it already happened? Has he already gone to the walkabout in his line of destiny? He's already done it. So why does he need to say, "Hey, go on a walkabout"? Why did, why does he have to actively? Do that. That's where I was getting yeah, I know, confused. This is, this is where it's heavy stuff. All the questions have been answered. Oh, and then there's another massive question that I yeah. don't quite understand. We, well, obviously he's working for uh, for Widmore, or is he working for Widmore? Yeah. Is, is is Widmore working for him? Uh, do we assume that Abaddon is like Alpert and is a time traveller or an immortal? He's referred to in the same way, isn't he? In visually, with the camera. I got the know, impression. The show. I got the impression, taking it down to basics, that if we go back to like episode three of series one or episode two, or whatever, when Locke is playing uh, backgammon with yeah. Walt, and he oh, says yeah. about black and white, there's yeah. good and evil, black yeah. and white. And if we take it on a purely physical level, are we to assume that black and white separates into Abaddon and Alpert? But one is good and one is bad. I think Abaddon is working for. I Widmore. didn't say that Abaddon was bad. Abaddon could be the good guy. Abaddon is working for Widmore. Oh, right. I think I know where you're going with this. Carry on. And Alpert is working for Ben. There we go. Oh, I yeah. like that. I like that. Yeah. It's yeah. obvious, yeah. Okay. Let's go back to the island now where Locke finally gets some help in his quest to find Jacob's cabin. Have a listen to this. Hello there. Who are you? I'm Horace. Who? And what are you doing out here? Oh, building a place. A little getaway for me and the missus. No, I mean, sometimes you need a break from the DI, you know? The Dharma Initiative? <laughs> I'm not making any sense, am I? No. That's probably because I've been dead for 12 years. Uh, we see Horace. Is, he must be building Jacob's cabin, I assume. That's what, what that is. Yeah, and, and the whole tree bit. Yeah, we like that. Oh, we're pushing of, uh, the same tree over and over again. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And uh, who else was uh, cutting down trees to build something? Oh, no, show? this is your theory. Can carry on with this. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, this was good, actually. Yeah, yeah. This is nice, Paul. Well, you know, I thought we've not heard or seen any of Echo, obviously, for some time, but everyone assumed he was building a church, and maybe even Echo assumed that was what he'd seen in a vision. It was a church he was building. Yeah. Maybe it was a cabin or the cabin. Mm. When's he coming back? Well, he said to you that you'd see uh, Echo in a more spiritual light. Yeah, that was so the series three. We've yet to see that come to fruition yet. Do you, but, remember, um, do you remember when um, <laughs> Tom used to call him Eco? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you see. <laughs> see, what an idiot. Uh, I but, felt sorry for Ben in this episode. Did anyone else feel sorry? Yeah, but that irritated me, but in a good way. As in, how? Oh, it's obviously good acting chops and good writing, but I hated Ben two weeks ago. And now I feel really sorry for him because he's getting his island taken away. He gets, when he gets upset, he says, I used to have dreams too. Yeah. My time is over, John. It's yours now. The, the island is rejecting Ben yeah. in favour of Locke. Maybe that's what they want us to think. It, it's not really. Maybe Ben is in complete control and always has been, and this is big oh, song. And, what, and this is where he wants to be, blah, blah, blah. The same thing. Ben's, right always, exact, Ben's always exactly where he wants to be. It'll be a. That's Pretty yeah, impressive long con, though, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, we've been proved wrong well, we before. Know, but we know that in the future he, he jumps around the world, so he, st- he lives. Yep. He's fine. Yeah. Works with Saeed in, in a veteran surgeon. Uh, they go to the death pit. 
the death pit. <laughs> I like that. Uh, with the Dharma bodies to find Horace. And Ben says it wasn't his decision to kill them and that he wasn't always the leader. I instantly assumed Alpert. Yeah. But, but, mm. but it could be Jacob, I suppose, because Jacob is where they're going to find out what to do. What did you think, Paul Terry? Uh, I, th- I think it was Alpert that uh, he was alluding to as being the leader. But then, that's the thing. At which point will that switcheroo happen? Because Ben joining the group... Yeah. yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, Ben joining the group as the almost like the youngest member of the original others or the, you know, the, the hostiles they're referred to. But at which point would he say, you know what? you can take over your leader would Alpert think that incorrectly Ben was special that he was the next one in line or there seems to be some kind of line of guardians maybe before it's a bit like Ben London isn't it really yeah maybe before Ben there was a, a guardian until he started getting cancer and stopped getting visions but Alpert's still around so why why would he become a subordinate when's to Ben la- when's the last time we saw him though when he was, he was when they were uh, all moving on, to the temple onto the temple yeah Alpert he, is still definitely about, yeah. So oh, yeah, I, yeah. And I, I, I hopefully we'll see him in the, yeah. the grand finale. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know, I, I'm confused when that flip happened, when he would have, uh, you know, allowed Ben to take over. It, for me, it was when they, when they gassed, and they used the station to gas the island. What, literally, as they brought him into the group, they said, hey, you know what, you can be a Cub Scout leader. They go to the cabin, no one else goes in apart from John. Yeah. Uh, Hurley bottles it. Ben's like, I don't, I don't You'd have to go in, wouldn't you? That really? bit where they're eating the chocolate bar. You like that, didn't you? That that was genius. Oh, that's that was fantastic. Like, it, was like, it was Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> it was classic silent movie stuff. Wasn't yeah. it? Uh, and Christian Shepherd is in there, mm. and he can speak on Jacob's behalf. Mm. We, now we've we've no, we said before that there was Christian Shepherd in there. When when we saw Jacob before. We freeze-framed it, and it looked like Christian Shepherd. Well, didn't it? it didn't, it didn't. It had, he had well, no, some, it, it did. No, he had, like, curly hair on the no, side of his head. No, it did. It did. Uh, I've, I've, seen it, I've seen it since with uh, my young lady friend. Yeah. And, no, are you saying that as <laughs> I haven't got a girlfriend? You've got a girlfriend. <laughs> She's quite fit as well. It's called Fandango, but I can't do anything about that. But, um, is she really called Fandango? Yeah, she is. Just leave it. Okay. But it was definitely uh, Christian Shepherd. Okay, so it? maybe then he was seeing uh, the, all the, that split-second thing was... Was Christian, but sat in the chair as a representative of Jacob. How could? But how can he be a representative? I don't understand. He's it's crafty, isn't it? You know, you you wait that moment, and then he's like, "No, I can speak on his behalf." And Christian like, Shepherd. Like, yeah. Here's a, here's, a, here's a basic question. Maybe I've missed something here. Christian Shepherd's dead. Well, yeah. I, as far as I know, he was in a coffin, wasn't he? he yeah, was so in... what the flipping heck is he doing in a cabin with Claire? But, but this harks back to the whole thing when, way back, season one, coffin on island, empty... I can't remember how all the characters reacted to that or how Jack reacted to that, but did he assume that in the tumble of the crash that the body flew out through into the ocean? Yeah. Yeah. Are people, fans are thinking, was he he ever dead in the first place? Did he climb out of the coffin? Ah, the the island. No, no, no. You don't climb. You don't listen. You're not in a coffin in an aeroplane crash, then it falls out and you. Drumming. It's gone then. The island heals people, so brought him back from the dead. Nothing stays buried on the island. Nothing stays Bingo. buried. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. Which means yeah. we're going to see um, Nikki if, and Paolo. Okay, again. right. But if, you think Claire's dead, don't yeah, you? Yeah, if Christian Shepherd is dead, mm. that means that Claire is dead. Or undead. But why would Claire be dead? She looked stoned. She died in that explosion, that rocket launcher that got no, fired No, she was house. fine. Oh, was she? Yeah, but Sawyer rescued her and then she, yeah, she was all right. No, she wasn't. She was unconscious. She did come out of that completely unscathed in what I think and was I, very, very bad television. Exactly. Maybe that's... Not Maybe she's dead. Maybe that's a she, bit of a stre- She did actually die in that. I think it's the fact that her she's her character's been heightened now that she's even more important to the island in the show because she's the mother of oh, this not. important baby and she well she's the daughter the of Christian Shepherd. Aaron is where he's supposed to be. And he shouldn't be there with them. Yeah. Indicating that he's they're, off the island. That they're in a place where they shouldn't be as in dead. 
and slight segue we didn't the tattoo on Jack's shoulder say he walks among us but he's not one of us or something so that's, I don't know that's, I didn't watch the yeah. episode it was rubbish <laughs> one of the most boring episodes I've ever seen uh, um, Christian says he can speak for Jacob and his message to Locke is loud and clear have a listen did he tell you what we're supposed to do he did well he wants us to move the island Locke's been told to move the island why and how does he do it yeah I think that, that's who we need to ask yeah. Tom you don't need to raise your hand here but well done for, for doing so the orchid Continue. Is it the orchid, the new station, the one where the bunny rabbits are being teleported about? Oh, what was on the um, in the summer the uh, orientation video? Yeah. Is it the orchid? But, we, the, but the, for people who not, may have not have seen that because it wasn't in the television series. Oh yeah. Um, Fill us in, please. Tom, it's fill me um, in. Doctor Marvin Candle. Yes. Duda. What's Halloway's his face? Candle. Changes Wibbly, his name Wibbly. every five yeah. minutes. Fiddling with some bunnies, not in a bad way, but in a way that makes them teleport behind him onto a big uh, tray of what? But moving an island is a big thing. You sent me a nonsense text in the week that I didn't get back to because it was rubbish. It was brilliant. No, it was rubbish. I texted uh, Tom a text saying, and, oh my God, what an episode. And uh, Tom texted back saying, oh yeah, I know. Uh, the, that, that's what the pink light was and the noise was at the end of the other series. That was the island moving. Yeah. But, 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 but ben, didn't, ben has obviously moved the island before. Well, has he? I assume he has, yes. Well, you never, he was, you I mean, never assume. Let's assume, assume makes an ass out of you and me, but let's assume for a moment that he has teleported the island. He would have been aware of what that... That noise wasn't the island teleporting. That noise was, was. the defence mechanism being lowered because the... the it moved. The, the magnet yeah, blew up. Yeah, what, what was the... Uh, they're all really narked about when the electromagnetic thing got... got um, Nullified. What was they were saying? Oh, this doesn't work. Communication is down. It's, yeah. it's, it's wrecked. And by the so. way, it doesn't actually move left, right, forward, and backwards. It moves through time. Something like that. He's good, isn't he? He's good. But that's, that's obviously nonsense because you could, if it moved through time, you could still find the island. Yeah, but nobody would be on it though. Well, then that's even better because then they can just go and take the island easy. But if it moves through time, as in you know millions of years ago, where it was originally on planet Earth, wouldn't that, wouldn't other countries and landmasses have to move to accommodate it yeah, in space? The landmass moves, doesn't it? The, the island moves. No, as in the landmass has moved over the, the Earth. island moves. No, as in. Okay, no. Bear with me. No, All I right. won't because the <laughs> island moves. Okay, okay. We haven't got time for that. Back to the show, on the freighter. Um, After the failure of the first mission, Kimi, who's becoming my hero, is moving on to plan B. What is that? It's a secondary protocol. What does it say? Says where Linus is going. How would Mr. Whitmore know that? She's a very smart man. And if Linus knows that we're going to torch the island, there's only one place that he can go. What do you mean, torch the island? That was not the agreement. I agreed to ferry you here for an extraction mission. What is the secondary protocol, and how does Widmore know where Ben would be going? Well, it's got a Dharma logo on the front of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and what, what does that mean, Tom? That Widmore's Dharma. Yeah, you, you reckon that, don't you? Why Why have a Dharma logo on the It doesn't of, necessarily mean he is Dharma. Some orders. Yeah, some orders yeah, that they get given. Yeah, but it's like a report. If you, it's if like you, orders. It's like... Yeah, orders calm for down, something to do with down. Dharma. One at a time, Why don't you think it's Dharma? I just don't think he's give me, Dharma. Give me, yeah. Because I think, you, you're again, you're being led to assume that. Uh, Akimi is good, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's, 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 he's evil. He, what's, I the love thi- what's the thing we see being strapped onto his arm? Any ideas? Ooh, is, it, is it a bomb? It's is it a time machine? Is it the thing? That, is it the, the, the machine? Time machine. That's, I like that. Yeah, what are you laughing for? No, I know. I, no, I like it. It's a good one. It's a time machine that, that travels. It could be fluxing. Yeah. Flux you. <laughs> it could be jumping about through time and space with that. It's, it looks like some kind of regulator. It's regulating his body to do something. 
Maybe it's an anti, you know, staying on that bearing of 405. Maybe it's, an, it's one of those to it's stop, stop him. I think it's to do, it's got to be something to do with their attack on the island. That yeah. thing has enabled him to do something. It has something to do with the black smoke. But he went, he went, whoa, 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 don't, when he went to shoot him. Yeah, he but. He was like, whoa, what's that? Is, is, is that? is that like a detonator that's got a nuclear bomb on it that will blow up? Maybe Kimi is a machine. <laughs> he's, a, he's a robot. The black smoke right. is what totally destroyed them. And the mi- moment they got off that boat, they went to got that strapped to him. So you think it's to defeat the black smoky? Oh, maybe, no, maybe it's anti-smoky. I, yeah. I smoky, but no, please, let's not pick that up. No. I My think it's to do, uh, I think it's to keep time constant. I like that, yeah. It, it, it's somehow it's keeping time as it is. It'll stop the island jumping through time and space, but it keeps time constant. That, that by wearing that, he cannot be bounced about through time and space. Uh, Tom? Well, you, which one? The island is not going to be bouncing around with that thing on him. Oh, Kimi. He's not going to be. Yeah, no, you're going to I like that, good. yeah. I'm not it. That's good. Uh, he's so determined to go back to the island that he kills the captain, disappointed in that, and then Dr. Ray. This is our big discussion. This was good. Go but on. this was really... That was... There was no reason to do Paul, that. Paul, I'm going to stop you there. You rudely cut into Tom. Okay. Did, I, did I do it rudely? Yeah, you did rudely. Oh, oh Tom, I'm very sorry, This Tom. better be good that whatever comes out of your mouth. Come on. I've, well, this I what prefer we were, Paul. I don't want to be rude to him. We were discussing fate and destiny and time travel. We certainly were, yes. Right. So we, they found a doctor on the beach, yeah? Yeah. So that means that he has to die. No, I no. disagree with that basic uh, premise. It means he has died. Yeah. doesn't mean he has In to die. In some form of reality, It means yeah. he has died. So what if they stop him from dying, getting his throat cut? Well, they, they've already found his body on the he, island. He always, at that point, he always has, he always will die. It's yeah. not destiny, it's just that that happens. That's it's not fate. destiny, though. It's does not that fate. Ma- does that make him invincible, then? Can he be like shot in the head like Michael well Michael is invincible it turns out I think at some point maybe in the end of this series the big finale there's gonna Michael will have to do something once he's done that thing then he can be shot and you were saying Tom he'll he'll have to make the decision to do that and then he'll get a bullet in the brain yeah but uh, is it destiny or is it uh, I think that the doctor I don't think it's destiny it happened. It just happened. It's not but destiny. It, but it seemed really random. I know they were making an example and say there'll be more people killed if you don't take me back to the island. But the fact that it was the doctor, and he wasn't giving any back chat necessarily, he was just standing but there. But next time, yeah, maybe, say if they found the doctor and they'd actually got a working phone, phoned up and gone, we just found the doctor, he's going to get his throat cut, yeah, and warned him and say, go and lock yourself in your room. Will that stop him from dying? No, because he has always died. He or always th- has died at that point. Or that will it always? So you can't change the future then. But, the but time- it's not the future. That that's happened. It's not the future. But the time difference. It, is. It, is, it seems to be getting longer. But the time it? difference. We're it, two days now. Yeah, we're on two days. But that island is going into the future though. Yeah, I swear to God. Next week I am actually going to bring in two copies of Slaughterhouse yeah. Five. You will read it because <laughs> it will before explain. the finale. We're reading Definitely, it next week. Because yeah. it, is, it is the answer to all of this. Now the helicopter flies uh, over the island, and they drop a bag with a satellite. Phone and Jack goes. Oh, I think they want us to follow them. No, 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 no. He goes. <laughs> I think we should follow. Them. Well, what clue was there that they wanted them to follow them? I didn't see anything in there that said, "Oh, follow us." Well, a, a blinking light, but you know. I, I assumed that it was uh, thrown by the law man himself, Frank, to sort of help Mr. Them. Jeff. I, I, I like Lapidus. So that's what I, I said. What? I, I like Lapidus, and I trust him all the way. Oh, it's yeah. a man's name. <laughs> But it could also have been Kimi was throwing it out to oh. entice them oh, to like death. Oh, yeah, yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty, uh, he, he's, he's good at thinking on his feet, isn't he? So. He's a cold, hard killer, and he, he will kill them. Okay, let's go. We're going to call her on the last Ooh. night. I don't want to excite you. No, this is someone, not in England. 
What? Someone in New York City, which oh, I believe is in the United States of America. Michael, are you there in America? I am here in New York City. Uh, we've got Geeky Tom here this week. We've got Paul Terry. Michael, what the hell have you got for us? Okay. <clears throat> Jack was not lying on the stand entirely that the Flight 815 really did only have eight survivors that two uh, died in transit and that everyone else died on September 22nd, 2004, but is saved by a time loop that had Ben had put on the island. Oh. Now, if the plane would have crashed anywhere else, the Oceanic Six still would have survived, but we're still kind of questioning Aaron. We don't think Aaron's still a six. And they'd be able to be on the island because of this time loop that takes place in 1996. Are you saying that if they were to... Because the island is travelling backwards and forwards through time, possibly, that if they move the island through time, are you saying that everyone that has died on the island will come back to life? Well, this is the thing. Because of this time loop, right, the time loop had to do with the hatch for 108 minutes. Mm. And when the plane crashed into the island, everybody who would have died was alive in 1996. So instead of being healed, they reverted back to their own prior selves in 1996. Like, Rose didn't have cancer in 1996. Oh, okay. Glass wasn't paralyzed in 1996. Oh, it's good! I like, I like this. You know that's what I mean? Like, Curly wasn't good, crazy yet. So everybody who wasn't altered or physically, you know, fatally, you know, hurt during the crash was able to survive. Now, what happened was after the hatch exploded, now I think the island is moving on regular time, but from 1996. Now, this is a reference to a, a time loop theory by a guy named Jason Hunter, and I severely suggest everyone to go to his website, which is timelooptheory.com. I think we've been there, yes, we've seen it, yeah. It's really extensive, I think, you know, it explains a lot more than we can discuss right now, but his theory basically claims that Ben put the island on a loop so no one would find it, and by doing so, all these people, you know, were quote-unquote healed. Now, they reverted back to themselves, and our theory is that the reason why Jack wants to go back to the island now is that he wants to save his friends from dying, because once the island reaches normal time of September 22nd, 2004, Mm. all those people who originally died on the plane will die again for real. This is good. I like the fact that it's uh, related to consciousness as well, the whole consciousness travelling through time. So their consciousness, in part from 1996, is what's, you know, come back. This is good. Uh, Very good. So, uh, I like it. I'm slightly confused. Uh, Michael, are you saying that at some point, for, if, if we follow this through, with the island moving forward in time, at some point, Rose will get cancer again and Locke will become a cripple again? Correct. Cor- wow. Once the island wow. finally reaches them up into the point in their lives mm. where, you know, something had happened to them, the reason why we also think that uh, Aaron is a discrepancy is because technically Claire would have died on the plane mm. and Aaron never would have been born. So basically it's a new life. He's something completely uh, unaccounted for. He's Correct. like a complete anomaly. Okay. Correct. And, that, and that's why Claire can't raise him, that someone else has to raise him. Correct. Maybe he shouldn't ever exist, that he's almost like causing an anomaly through dimensions. That's, that, you know, that's how we're feeling so far. I mean, you guys have just finished watching Cabin Fever, correct? Oh, yeah. man, yeah. what an episode. Right. We actually think that... Um, do you remember the part when, when uh, Locke goes into the cabin and Christian's there and Claire's yeah. there? Yes. We believe that Claire actually, uh, again, died in the explosion. Oh, Tom thinks that. That's Tom's theory. Tom's there. I totally believe that Claire died in that explosion, and that's why Miles was looking at her kind of strange, and that's why um, she's able to see Christian, and now she's finally done. Michael, listen, hands across the water. That, that, that you've probably spoken more sense than, uh, well, than geeky Tom has in his entire career. Michael, thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers, dude. Cheers. Take care. Bye-bye. 
I'll be honest, when we I found out we had an American on the show, I wasn't expecting much. That was brilliant. That was that I was brilliant. Slightly blown away. That was amazing. Yeah. That was very good. If you'd like to come on the Lost Line or to send us an email with your theories, then send an email to lost at sky1.co.uk. Lost at sky1.co.uk. Thank you to Paul. Thank you to Geeky Thomas. Paul, can you sum up just sum up what you got from this episode, please? Locks history, there's got to be more to tap into that. Amazing. And Tom? Um, I'm afraid we haven't got time for no, you. I'm, I'm going to make some no, time. We haven't got time. I'm going to carry on talking. Well, I've got to introduce the fact that uh, we'll be back after the next episode, which is part one of the three part finale. Uh, there's no place like home. You're right. Yeah, I'm very excited. Oh, okay. Very it's excited. It's on Sunday, May the 25th at 9 pm on Sky One. I'm Ian Lee. That was The Lost Initiative. Tom, you can do it. Oh, Namaste, etc. The Lost Initiative is a co production for Sky One.